Welcome to the RX at Sea podcast, an in-depth look into the world of cruising. I'm your host, Neka, and this is episode 003. For many cruisers, Cuba is a new unexplored experience. And if you've had questions or concerns on cruising to Cuba, in this podcast, we touch on some of those answers. We look at the new partnership between Royal Caribbean and Universal Studios, and we go into detail on the new Royal Caribbean app. There, Cuba is a new hot destination and numerous cruise lines head there. And in this episode, we're going to focus on Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean had Empress of the Seas heading to Cuba and it was so popular they've now added Majesty of the Seas. You can pick those up in Fort Lauderdale and Tampa. They sail out of Florida and Royal Caribbean even offers overnight Havana stays. If you're interested in visiting Cuba, there's a few things you need to know before you go. You should have a checklist. And these are the things you're gonna need if you are sailing in Royal Caribbean and you wanna have a successful trip in Cuba. So first things first, you have to pack your passport. And you're probably thinking, I know that RX, I know. But it cannot be a passport card, a birth certificate, or a driver's license. Unfortunately, those are not acceptable forms of identification. You're going to actually need the actual passport book, and it's going to have to be valid for at least six months after your trip. Now, I ran into this recently. I'm sailing on Symphony of the Seas next summer. My passport expired a month after the cruise, and I knew that that was not going to work. So I immediately went I renewed my passport this year, even though it expires next year, so that I can avoid that six months issue that you may have with your passport. Now, second, you have to be aware of the Cuba tourist visa. Yes, that is a thing, and you are going to need it. Now, Royal Caribbean makes this easy for you. They do it for you upon embarkation, and it costs 20 no, it does not cost $27. I wish it did. It costs $75 per person, and you can charge it to your onboard account on the first day of the cruise. Now, this is different if you were born in Cuba or you are not a U.S. citizen, so make sure you check out what that is for you. But if you are a U.S. citizen, this is what's required of you, $75 per person, and it can be charged to your account. All right. Then you have to complete the travel certification document. You have to fill that out before sailing to Cuba. And they recommend that each passenger bring two copies to the port fully completed, and that will be part of the process of embarkation. Now, there is a general license requirement that goes along when you fill out this form. Now there's 12 authorized categories of travel to Cuba that are allowed under this general license. And lucky for cruisers, we book a lot of excursions. Booking an excursion meets one of those requirements. Now, there are many other requirements and they've been organized into five segments. So let's go through them really fast. You have a full day Royal Caribbean program, which means you signed up for excursion through Royal Caribbean. You have a full day scheduled. You're going with a group 
And that is the simple way to obtain your travel certification. Second one is if you've booked through a third party program. Now I'm infamous for doing this. I rarely book through the cruise line, though I recommend it. And so this means that you've arranged a full day of excursions through a group that is not associated with Royal Caribbean. You can have a self-guided people-to-people program. Now, this is only permitted for guests who have booked between June 16, 2017. So at the time of this recording, you don't qualify for that anymore. And this was, you know, pair-to-pair, self-guided program, educational activities. Then they have a general license. That means you're visiting Cuba for any other reason that's on the authorized travel list. And then a specific license means that you are visiting Cuba for a specific reason. But if you're on Royal Caribbean and you're listening to this podcast, you are probably cruising. So you are going to just put booking a shore excursion Make it easy. Now, selecting a sure excursion means that you are hitting certain requirements. All daytime tours offered by Royal Caribbean are designed to meet the requirements of permitted travel that's authorized by the U.S. government and accepted by Cuba. Sure excursions have limited availability, and of course, they must be reserved 48 hours prior to sailing to Cuba. And that's, you can just use a cruise planner, go online, make sure you have all of that set. Even though I don't book through Royal Caribbean, I do suggest booking through Royal Caribbean. But remember, you can also purchase through third-party tour operators as long as they're complying with U.S. requirements. Now, those are the three things required by the U.S. government in Cuba to getting into Cuba. Cuba. So let's go over those really fast. You need a passport, not the passport book, not a birth certificate, not a driver's license. You have to have your passport and it has to be valid for six months after your trip. You have to fill out and acquire a Cuba tourist visa. $75 per person. Don't forget that. If you lose it or misplace it, you have to pay another $75. They don't give you another one. And this does not apply to you if you don't get off the ship. So if you're just sailing, and I've done this too, where I've gone to a port, I'm tired, I'm not getting off. You don't have to worry about this. and You don't have to pay the $75. This is only if you're getting off the ship. Remember, you have to complete the travel certification document, fill out the general licenses requirement, select shore excursion, whether it's a Royal Caribbean shore excursion or a third-party tour shore excursion. Now, this sounds like a lot. If I was listening to me right now and there was a long list of things I had to do, I may be deterred, but the good news is Royal Caribbean takes care of a lot of this for you. And all you have to do is show up prepared with your documents and you're going to be okay. Now, things that are aside from the government issues and protocols is pack for the climate. Cuba is warm. Take this from me, I was born in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It is humid and sticky. So pack light, light clothing, comfortable walking shoes. The doctor in me is telling you to bring a sunscreen, tons of sunscreen, and a hat. Be prepared for banking restrictions. 
a lot of credit cards don't work in Cuba. Yes, that's something you should know. So most businesses in Cuba are cash only. And there's two local currencies. There's the peso that is convertible and the Cuban peso. The convertible peso is designed for tourists. You can exchange small U.S. bills at the cruise terminal and you'll be okay. Now, make sure you keep your essentials on hand. When you're in Cuba, you need to make sure you have the passport that we talked about, your Cuban visa, your C-Pass cruise card, and cash because we talked about our credit cards not working there. Now, also remember that not all restrooms in Cuba have toilet paper. So that is important to know to bring your own tissue. Now, you may be laughing and saying, what? I cannot believe that there's toilets that don't have toilet tissue. But I assure you, if you are in port and you're using the bathroom and you look around and there's no toilet paper, you will not be laughing. Make sure you contact your mobile phone company because there's limited coverage in Cuba. The internet most likely won't be available while you're unsure. And so that's really a good thing to know that your ship offers high-speed internet even when docked, but once you are getting off the ship, you might not have access to that. So that's a good thing to know. So those are the major things that you need to know when thinking about cruising to Cuba on Royal Caribbean. And I have a feeling that if we go across the other cruise lines, we'll find that the requirements are very similar. And remember that Royal Caribbean does help you with this. So you, there's not much you have to do for yourself. They will do it for you. Just make sure you have the right documents. Now, I knew about this months ago that Royal Caribbean and Universal Studios, Studios did an amazing deal together. And so you qualify for adding a package onto your cruise. As soon as I heard about this, I was really excited because it's kind of, you're able to do two things in one, combining a land package with your cruise. So not every cruise qualifies for this, unfortunately. You are only qualified for the Oasis package, excuse me, the Universal package if you're on Oasis of the Seas and Majesty of the Seas. So if you're on another cruise line or cruise ship and you're thinking of adding this, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. And it's a land package and you can add if you're on Oasis or Majesty and you're doing a three, four or seven night cruise, you can add your Universal Studio Adventure before or after. Now, the last cruise that I went on, we were so exhausted after the cruise that the thought of then walking around Universal Studios afterwards would not be too enticing so maybe beforehand and you can then do a two three or four night stay at universal studio and add that into the package so what is included in that you decide okay i want to do a royal caribbean cruise i want to do universal orlando what is included first early admission to the park and clearly admission to the park or this would not work at all you have the, we know, I've been to the Wonder Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Absolutely amazing. You get free Universal Express Pass to skip the regular lines. Yes, I know. You get 
uh, access to Islands of Adventure, Volcano Bay that recently opened last year. That's the water park. You also, if you're interested in the water park, they have a watch, an express watch called the Tapu Tapu Watch. That is the real name. And this is for the water park and you can reserve your space in line so that you're able to kind of maximize. And anytime I can get an express pass that is affordable, I always jump on it. It's included in this package. So you can kind of visit the water park, reserve your place in line and kind of still walk around and experience things so you're not just stuck in line. And the watch will alert you when it's ready and when it's your time to go on the ride as well as you have access to the nightlife at Universal Studios. So this package is quite amazing. So what also you have access to is you get to stay on some of the beautiful luxury resorts of Universal Studios. Royal Caribbean has partnered with Universal and you will be allowed to stay in four hotels. Universal Hard Rock, which, you know, is a classy, casual rock type of feel. Cabana Bay Resort, more family-friendly if you're traveling with small kids, this is a great resort for you. It, it harkens back to beach resorts of the 50s and 60s, has a bowling alley, a lazy river. Then you have the Low Sapphire Falls Resort. They say this one is most Caribbean. So if you're a Caribbean person like me, you like a very tropic feel, an island vibe, that is gonna be the resort for you. And then the Royal Pacific Resort, which from what I understand has easy access to city walk and sandy beaches as well as has an, a tropical resort feel. So those are the four resorts that Royal Caribbean has partnered with. We'll go over them again. Universal Hard Rock, Cabana Bay Resort, Lowe's Sapphire, and Royal Pacific Resort. So I'm excited for that because as soon as I saw it, that is a great thing to add on to a package, especially if you're in a group or you're with kids to add to your adventure. So last but not least, Royal Caribbean has an app. Now, if you remember, if you're a fanatic like me, Royal Caribbean had an app that was not very functional. No one really used it. It really didn't do anything. So I had it on my phone for a little bit and then I just deleted it. And so they scrapped it. I remember they had a statement that was like, we're not using this anymore don't use it, essentially. So they've launched their new app. And it's quite simply the Royal Caribbean app. You can recognize it in the App Store by the crown, the very familiar crown logo. And what Royal Caribbean wants is this is going to have seamless integration. So the app is going to have a daily planner, it's going to have the cruise compass on it. And it will not replace the addition, the cruise campus compass that that is there right now. It will have digital cruise compass, and you'll be able to download the apps for only two ships so far. So, two ships. If you're sailing on Symphony of the Seas and Allure of the Seas, the app is ready for to use. They plan on having it on 30% of the ships by the end of this year and all of the ships by the end of 2019. It works whether or not you have the internet package. So it's complimentary on board. You don't have to buy Wi-Fi for this to work. And it's available in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. I've downloaded it, I've been messing around on it. Even though my cruise is a year, more than a year out, 
I can still look at Symphony of the Seas cruises that are happening right now. I can go in and I'll tell you what some of those entail. So first thing you can do on the app is discover tons of information on the entertainment, the restaurants, times, making appointments, itineraries, it's all there. And you can explore on the app. What is this restaurant about? What are their meals? Is it okay for kids? What time does it close? Is there a deal on Monday and Tuesday, the first two days of your cruise? And it gives details. One of the things my friend really loves is he loves to know about the deck plans. And the app has a fully integrative deck plan where you can navigate you can get from one place to another, but you can also just view the ship. So you can navigate on this wonderful app. You can set your daily plan. You know what's going to happen. Have an itinerary. Make it work for you. I remember we would write it down and try to keep track of it. And now it's all there for you on this app. Very seamless. Royal Caribbean always leads the pack in what they're doing. Then your planner details. So if you've purchased spa, specialty restaurants, it's all there for you to see what you're doing, times, keeping everything in order, which is great for a family in a big group. Because if everyone has a smartphone, then everyone can know what's going on. There'll be no confusion. And last but not least, right now, there is a voyage map and weather. So it tells you where you are, where the ship is, the weather at that time. So the app is very integrative. Now, Royal Caribbean is planning to have what they want is a seamless integration. No more check-in lines. So this is where this app is going. You will be able to check in seamlessly. And as long as you have the phone with you, you can walk right on the ship. You can unlock your door. You can control the temperature in your room. And that is what they want they want it to be frictionless. Now, Royal Caribbean has decided to use the app. But if we look at other lines, you know, Carnival owns Princess. They are doing a medallion, which is an additional accessory that you have to have. I don't mind it. I think it's cool no matter what we have. But Royal Caribbean was important to not add any other devices. They wanted you. Most people have a smartphone. They wanted you to just have the smartphone and the smartphone now is the device that will make your check-in easier. As they roll this out, we will be able to track our luggage from the app, which will be amazing. So you'll know where it is from the pier to when it's delivered in your room, which I think is amazing. And it kind of saves time. That first day of the vacation is usually getting, you know, checking in, getting your bags, waiting for your bags to come, tracking down, making reservations, making showtimes. And if you can do that all beforehand or do it in the palm of your hand, imagine how quickly you're going to get on the ship. And now you can do more. You're not waiting in line to make reservations. You can head straight for the pool or like me, straight for the spa, which I can't wait. I've been messing around with it. And that functionality is coming. And I love that you don't have to have internet to have it. You just need a smartphone, which I think is amazing. And so we talked about the check-in process. 
You'd be able to check in from home. You take a picture, add it to the app. And they've been doing that a lot now where they're making it, you know, paperless. And yes, you can still do it on paper, but they want to make it even easier for us as passengers, which I really appreciate. So they say that 13, I said 30 before, 13% of the company's ships will have the app by the end of 2018. And all of them will have it by 2019, which is really, really exciting for me. I'm a big cruise fanatic, big World Caribbean cruise fan.